The following is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball. And he drills that. Deep to right center, center fielder, late break. It's into the pines. A two-run home run. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Now, for all the action, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome back inside Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah for the first game of a regular season-ending three-game series between the BYU Cougars and the Pepperdine Waves. The Waves have been eliminated from WCC tournament contention, and BYU's on the very edge of the elimination cliff. The Cougs need a minor miracle this weekend, a three-game sweep of Pepperdine, while Gonzaga also sweeps Santa Clara on the road. Any other outcome, and BYU will be on the outside looking in on the WCC tournament in their final season as a conference member. My name is Greg Rubel. I've got your play-by-play tonight. Our first pitch coming up, and so to our interview with Trent Pratt. But let's get the remaining strains of our national anthem. to our leadoff interview with BYU head coach Trent Pratt now presented by doTERRA doTERRA pursue what's pure and tonight coach Pratt talks about his team's win or stay home scenario yeah all we can control is what we can control and we're going to go out there and try to get a win tonight and then you know do the same that happens do the same thing Friday and Saturday but we can't do anything else but you know go out and and control how we play and and put it all out there you're in a series of one game winner stay home propositions right here yeah it's fun i mean it, it's there's still a chance and that's what we talked to guys about hey like crazier things have happened and we're just gonna go out there and man we're just no regrets when we lose or draw there's gonna be no regrets we're gonna we're gonna lay it all on the line and, and play hard and, and do the best we can gonzaga was the team picked to win this league preseason hope they come up with a strong weekend this weekend yeah hope they play the best weekend of, of, of the year 100 <laughs> percent. i hope we do too we've played hard we've been in games and and we're gonna find a way to win three this weekend what do you expect out of Pepperdine, uh, which comes into this weekend, coming off a home sweep at the hands of LMU? Same as us. They're going to be hungry. They're going to play. They're not going to quit, for sure. So I um, expect them to come play their best, and I expect us to have to play really good to beat them. This is your final regular season weekend. We'll culminate it with Senior Day on Saturday. Of course, we'll talk about that at that time. But the vibe of the guys this week, knowing they're going to their final weekend at Miller Park. It's been good. I think they feel a little bit, and hopefully that, that motivates them. I think it, it has. The practice has been great. The last three days, didn't have a midweek game this week. So, man, practice has been great. Been spirited, and hope we just carry that into the weekend. And your battery tonight will be Mason Olson and Parker Goff back in there. Yeah, those two guys back in there. And, you know, May struggled a little bit um, in his start last week. So, man, we fully expect him to bounce back and give us a real good one tonight. He's usually not, you know, doesn't struggle two weeks in a row. So, we hope that's the case tonight. And a great day and weekend for baseball, too. Yeah, finally. Three good days, so that's that's the best. That's the beauty of it. All right, Trent, good luck tonight. We'll talk to you post-game. Good, thanks, Greg. All right, that is BYU head coach Trent Pratt. Time now for tonight's starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. The visitors, the Pepperdine Waves, will lead off with the DH number four, Grant Shane. Hitting second, the second baseman, number 15, Ryan Johnson. He has 17 home runs on the season. Hitting third, the shortstop number six, John Peck. Hitting cleanup, the first baseman, number 35, Lincoln Ariana. Hitting fifth, the catcher, number 11, Quint Landis. Hitting sixth, left fielder, number 32, Charles Messino. Hitting seventh, third baseman, number 10, Jack Basir. Hitting eighth, the center fielder, number 21, Connor Bradshaw. 
And out of the nine hole, the right fielder, number 27, Luke Pemberton. Starting pitcher for the Waves is number five, Shane Telfer. He is a southpaw. And BYU starting pitcher is a left-hander. He is number 16, Mason Olsen. Getting his final warm-up tosses in. BYU's batting order. Leading off, playing shortstop, number five, Ozzie Pratt. Hitting second, second baseman, number 11, Luke Anderson. Hitting third, the third baseman, number 25, Austin Deming. Hitting cleanup, center fielder, number 22, Cole Gamble. Hitting fifth, right fielder, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Hitting sixth, left fielder, number seven, Cooper Vest. Hitting seventh, first baseman, number 35, Jacob Wilk. Hitting eighth, the DH, number six, Dawson Hall. And out of the nine hole, the catcher, number 43, Parker Goff. Those are the starting lineups and batting orders, and here we go. A swinging strike as Mason Olson opens the game, getting Grant Shane waving for strike one. Olson on the hill. Goff behind the dish. And line foul down the third baseline. 0-2. Oh Mason gets ahead. BYU defensively. Jacob Wilk at first. Luke Anderson at second. Ozzie Pratt at short. Deming at third. Outfield left to right. Vest, Cole Gamble, and Ryan Sapiti. No balls, two strikes. Kick and fire. And that's lifted in the air to left field. Coming in, then going back is Cooper Vest. And it goes over his head. A little mis- misjudge off the bat. And it'll be a double for Grant Shane. Didn't look like much off the barrel. And taking a couple steps in was Cooper Vest and then sprinted back and it was over his head. So first hit seen off the bat today by Coop and it fooled him a little bit out there in left field. So Grant Shane leads off with a double and a runner in scoring position for Ryan Johnson. And he's the wrong guy to put a runner in scoring position for. Ryan Johnson, 17 home runs, top 50 nationally on the dinger tally. Mason winds and deals. Off speed and out in front is Johnson for strike one. So swinging strikes to the first two batters faced by Mason Olsen. Johnson has started all 46 and now all 47 games for the Waves this year. And he lines that opposite field. Well out of play. Down the first baseline, 0-2. So Mason Olsen gets ahead 0-2 to the first two batters faced. On the third pitch to Shane, it was that double to left field. And now Johnson behind 0-2. Mason, from the stretch, glances back at second once and twice. Now winds and deals. And again, opposite field. This will get down and score a run. It'll be into the right field corner. Digging hard on the throw in from Sapiti and sliding in from first. Delaying at third a bit was Shane. Not sure what he was waiting for, but he scores from second. And it's one nothing waves with no one gone. As the first two batters reach with back-to-back doubles here in the top of the first. That was clearly going to get down, but Shane, for some reason, was holding up. And not sure if he fell down around third or not, but was not where I thought he would be when that throw came into second. Either way, it scores Shane from second. And back-to-back doubles for Pepperdine to open the game. Johnson drives in. The Waves' first run. Now batting is John Peck. And for Ryan Johnson, that is RBI number 43. For the Waves RBI leader on the year. one nothing Waves, no one gone, top one. And Johnson now on second base. So the RBI double for Ryan Johnson, scoring Grant Shane, bringing to bat John Peck, the shortstop. And he, like Ryan Johnson, has started now all 47 games for the Waves. They're the only two players to start every game for this team. And that's it on the fists and off speed. And... 2-0 goes to 2-1 as the first two pitches delivered from Olsen to Peck were balls. 2-1 to Peck with a runner on second and one run in. By the way, no one on the BYU roster has played in every game this season. The 2-1. That's fastball down and in, missing at 90 in around the ankles. Three balls and a strike now to John Peck. So Grant Shane scoring on the Ryan Johnson double after Shane himself doubled to open the game. It was a sneaky double that may have fooled Cooper Vest off the bat, and that'll be an outside of the zone, 90-mile-per-hour fastball called strike by home plate umpire Heath Jones. The crew chief, Heath Jones, behind the plate. Chuck Stewart at first, Neil Turner at second, Garrett Wilson at third. That's your Arbiter crew tonight. Full count to John Peck. Right-handed bat of Peck. And swings, gets peace, but it's a foul tip caught for strike three, and one gone here in the top of the first. So Pepperdine won, BYU no score. One out, top one here at Miller Park. And Mason Olsen has his first strikeout of the night. A healthy 3.20 to 1 strikeout to walk ratio coming into the night. 
BYU's leader in strikeouts, Mason Olsen, gets his first of the night. And goes slider down and away for strike one. Strikeout number 65 on the year. Second place has 49 Ks. And that's Bryce Robison. And again, out in front 0-2 is Mason Olsen. Breaking ball. Settles in for strike two. 0-2 to Lincoln Ariana. Ariana, the first baseman now batting. Runner on second is Johnson. One gone. Top first. And Pepperdine one. BYU no score. Mason Olsen. Man on second. Looks back and now comes Plateward and dirts that for ball one. One and two. When BYU's opponent scores in the first inning, Cougs have a record of 10 and 16 on the year. When the Waves themselves score in the first inning, 8 and 9. So not yet a winning record when scoring in the first inning, but they have one here tonight, the 1-2. And that will be blooped and looped into short left field. It'll get down in front of Cooper Vaston coming around third. to score is Ryan Johnson holding it first and scooting back is Ariana. It's an RBI single. A little half-line blooper to left field, and the Waves take a 2-0 lead here in the top of the first. Lincoln Ariana with an RBI single to left. Scoring Ryan Johnson from second. So Shane scoring on the Johnson double, and Johnson scoring on the Ariana single. 2-0 Pepperdine. In a must-win game for BYU, a series of must-win games this weekend, plus some help needed. As a called strike gets Mason ahead of Quint Landis 0-1. The catcher Landis hitting out of the five-hole, one gone and one on. Here in the top of the first, a crooked number inning for Pepperdine. Two-nothing waves early. Mason winds and deals, and that's another base hit. A sharp single to left. It'll be first and second one out as Quint Landis is aboard. And already the fourth hit of the first inning for Pepperdine as Mason Olsen's getting knocked around a bit. And unfortunately for Mason, started with a tough luck double. As again, off the bat, that fly ball to left off from Grant Shane didn't look like much, but Cooper Vest came in before going out. By the time he got back, it was over his head, and that started the inning off for the Waves. Shane double, Johnson double, Peck strikeout, Ariana single, Landis single. And so Ariana at second, Landis at first for Charles Messino, the left fielder. Messino hitting 306 on the year. Ball one away to Messino. Left-handed batter, Charles Messino. The third left-handed bat in the first six for head coach Rick Hurtensteiner. Shane, a left-handed bat. So to Ariana. And now Messino. Bradshaw also a lefty bat against the Southpaw Mason Olsen. Two lefty starters tonight. 2-0, and oh, by the way. Goes to 2-1, and one, fastball. Down and away, inside of the frame for strike one. Two balls, one strike, one gone, two on. Here in the top of the first, Pepperdine two, BYU no score. The Waves two runs on four hits to open things up. The 2-1 from Olsen to Messino. The kick and deal, that'll be a grounder to second. Luke Anderson shoves over to Pratt for one, over to Wilk for two, and the Coos get out of it for the 4-6-3 DP double play. Takes us to the bottom of the first. For Pepperdine, two runs on four hits, no errors. And one left on. We go to the bottom of the first. Waves two, BYU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Mother, father. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pepperdine's Charles Messino now leads his team in grounding into double plays. And he grounded into a double play to end the Waves top of the first. But they get two across on four hits. Two nothing Waves heading to the bottom of the first inning. Shane Telfer, the left-hander. Ready to throw his first pitches against BYU tonight. Shane Telfer, 4-4 four four on the year with a 4.28 ERA. He leads the Waves in innings pitched, 67 and a third, and in starts, making his 14th of the year. And here comes Ozzie Pratt on a 21-game streak of reaching base and a team high for the season. 14-game hit streak, and he'll two-hop that to shortstop, backhanded well, but then thrown away by John Peck. And Ozzie Pratt will reach on an E6. Not the easiest play in the world, and Pratt is fleet of foot, but that was not a great throw from John Peck. After making a nice backhand snag on the short hopper at short. 
And he threw wide and low to first baseman Lincoln Ariana. So Pratt is aboard, courtesy of the error. That does not count toward his reaching base streak, however. Which holds at 21 games for the time being. Now batting, Luke Anderson. And Luke will foul that to the screen. Luke was red hot for a number of weeks. And then he took a pitch on the hand. And he's playing with an injured hand. And his average has plummeted, not coincidentally, after getting hurt. The 0-1 inside up and tight for ball one. Luke is batting 109 over his last 10 games, and he was scorching before getting hit by that pitch. He's been grinding through it. Does have a five-game streak of reaching base. The 1-1, a throw over to first, and Ozzie Pratt will skip back. So Pratt on first, no one. Oh, they're going to give him second. That's a balk. So balk number five on the year for the Waves, and Pratt will be in scoring position now. No one out, and Luke Anderson, the batter, in a 1-1 count. Head coach Rick Hurtensteiner in his eighth season coming out to discuss that balk call with home plate umpire Heath Jones. It's only the third balk from BYU opponent pitchers this year. The Kooks have seven balks themselves. One and one, the count. And that's off speed and away for ball two from Telfer. His cap came off. He'll reaffix it on a sunny, warm night here along the Wasatch front. Telfer. A powder blue glove on his right hand. The left-hander spins the ball in his ungloved left hand and gets ready to come plateward to Luke Anderson. Fouled back to the screen off the catcher's mask. That clipped the mask of Landis on the way to the backstop. Two and two the count. Home plate in the batter's circle in shadow. But the rest of the diamond in sunshine. As the shadows lengthen on this Thursday evening. Temperature at first pitch, 71 degrees. And a breeze of 7 miles per hour. Blowing out of the northwest. A line to first base. And a snag made by Lincoln Ariana as wincing partially on the hurt wrist on the rollover. And partially because of the result of the play, Luke Anderson comes back to the dugout. One gone. And Ozzie Pratt holding it second. It's got to hurt every time he swings with that force as he plays through that injured rollover wrist. One gone, and Austin Deming now batting here in the bottom of the first. Breaking ball popped up and out of play down the first baseline. It'll go to 0 and 1 to Austin Deming. So Luke Anderson lining out to first base. Ozzie Pratt having reached second on a balk after getting aboard on an E6. Here in the bottom of the first. Waves two, BYU no score. Austin Deming, BYU's batting average, hits, sluggy percentage, on base, RBI, home runs, and total bases leader in the 0-1 count. That's fastball. Down and away, catching the lower outside part of the frame for strike two. 91-mile-per-hour heater from Shane Telfer. That's around the upper range for his fastball. The 0-2 to Deming. The wind and deal. Foul to the screen. Stays 0-2. Shane Telfer, three-pitch mix. Fastball 88-91. to Curve in the high 70s. And a change in the low 80s. But loves the fastball. 70% plus of his pitches to lefties and righties are heaters. The 0-2. That's a breaking ball. Grounded just fouled on the third baseline. Count stays 0-2. It's rare that he throws the change. Fastball curve primarily, and again, overwhelming number of fastballs. But that was a breaking ball. Curve fouled down the third baseline. For strike, count stays 0-2. That's fastball up top, missing 1-2 to Deming. Denning's on a streak of reaching base at six games and counting. He's got Pratt in scoring position. And Austin hitting 476 with runners in scoring position. The kick and fire, and that's popped up. Catcher can't find it. Now he does. Land is coming back toward the screen. That will get into the seats. That gets into row six and then bounces to the upper concourse. 
And the count remains one ball and two strikes. Shane Telfer coming into tonight with a whip of 1.46. Mason Olsen's whip was 1.40, so pretty much six is there. A strikeout to walk ratio of 1.63 to 1. High pitch count of 118 on the year. The 1-2 to BYU's third baseman, Austin Deming. And that's hit well to the power alley in right. And will be off the top of the wall. Will score Ozzy Pratt, Austin Deming. With his team leading 22nd double of the year. And the Cougs make it a 2-1 ball game. One gone here in the bottom of the first. RBI double for Austin Deming. Scoring Ozzy Pratt from second base. And the Cougs make it 2-1. And a runner in scoring position now for Cole Gamble. BYU scores in the first inning. And when the Cougs score in the first this year, they have an impressive 16-7 record. Again, the Waves have a losing record when scoring in the first inning, and BYU a much more impressive 16-7 mark when scoring in the opening frame. A swing and a miss from Cole Gamble on a 90-mile-per-hour fastball. Hard of the plate, 0-1 to Cole. Cole's reach base streak is four games and counting. Deming extending his to seven a moment ago with that RBI double. Not too far away from being a line drive home run for Austin Deming. That was off the top of the wall. Just to the left of the 388 sign. Dimensions here at Miller Park. 347 left corner. 380 power alley left. 402 straight away. 388 power alley right. And 343 right field corner. The 1-1 to Cole Gamble. One out, one on. And a check swing, an appeal, and no dice. It'll be two balls and a strike. Held back on the breaking ball at 78 miles per hour. Cole Gamble, center fielder. BYU's runs leader. And by a pretty wide margin, he's 11 runs ahead of second place. That's inside. Another breaking ball. Three balls and a strike. Cole Gamble, in addition to leading BYU in runs, is second on the team in hits and slugging percentage. 13 home runs on the year for Cole. And that'll be outside edge. Fastball at 89. Paints the far frame. And a full count now with one out, one on. First base clear. Cole hitting 196 with runners in scoring position. He's got Deming in scoring position at second. A 3-2. And he lost him. So, it is a six-pitch walk of Cole Gamble. He's on first base. And Ryan Sapiti will now bat with two on and one gone in the bottom of the first. Pepperdine 2 and BYU 1 is our score. Pepperdine plating two in the top of the first on four hits. BYU got out of the inning with an inning-ending 4-6-3 double play. And here, bottom of the first, one out, two runners on for Ryan Sapiti. He's on a seven-game hit streak coming into tonight. Right-handed bat of Ryan Sapiti. That's low. Off-speed ball one. Both teams have four lefty bats against left-handed starting pitchers tonight. The 1-0 to Sapiti. Deming on second, Cole on first, Cole Gamble that is. Foul back to the screen, count even 1-1. One one. All time, the series is 31-25-1 in Pepperdine's favor. BYU 11-7 though in games played here in Provo. In WCC play alone, it's even up 16-16. and 16. The Cougs have a 10-5 and 5 advantage here in Provo. And that'll be a grounder. Gets past the third baseman. A run will score as a throw comes home. High and sliding in is Deming. Runners will advance on the wild throw. And now it's second and third. Still one gone. Tie ball game. Ryan Sapiti, the ground ball to third, trying to backhand it was Basir. Couldn't handle it. Off the leather. It rebounded off his glove. Once he tracked it down in foul territory, third base line. Deming had come around to score. Then the throw to home gets away. And advancing to second and third are Sapiti and Gamble, respectively. Austin Deming scores run number two. And we are tied up in a must-win game for BYU. So we'll see how they score that, whether hit or error on the initial play. And certainly an error, E5 on the wild throw to home in an attempt to get Deming, who slid home, with run number two. 
So BYU ties the ball game at two. Bottom of the first and still one gone and now second and third. Telfer with two aboard. And Cooper Vest now batting. Left-handed bat of Cooper Vest. We're squared up bottom one. Breaker stays high for ball one. So Sapiti's given a single to third off the glove and then gets to second on an E5. And Gamble goes to third on the E5. Second and third for Vest. Off speed and out in front of it is Cooper. A swing and a miss for strike one. One and one with one gone. And still two on in a tie ball game. So RBI for Sapiti is number 32 on the year. That's high and tight. Two and one. Austin Deming's RBI earlier was 58 on the year to lead the Cougs. Continue to lead the Cougs in that category. Two balls and a strike to the left-handed hitting left fielder Cooper Vest. Last four games, hyper-productive. We'll give you those numbers in a moment. The 2-1. And that's low three and one. Last four games, Coop nine hits, eight runs, four RBI. And Vest hitting 343 on the year. With runners in scoring position, you can bump that to 471. And he has two runners in scoring position here in the bottom of the first 2-2 ball game. Telfer from the stretch. Kicks and fires. And that's hit well to left. Right to right, beg your pardon. Right fielder Pemberton makes the catch. Tagging and scoring with run number three is Cole Gamble. And the Cougs take the 3-2 lead here in the bottom of the first. Sack fly to right for Cooper Vest. So Pepperdine scores two in the top of the inning. BYU three in the bottom. And 3-2 BYU as Cole Gamble trots home on the Cooper Vest sacrifice fly. BYU three runs on two hits. The Waves two runs on four hits. That double play was the difference maker in the top of the first. Jacob Wilk now batting. BYU's walks leader. Goes behind 0-1 to Telford. The runner on second is Sapiti, holding it second. Ball one away. Fastball missing outside at 90. One ball, one strike to Jacob Wilk. Jacob hitting 265 on the year. Bumps up to 291 with runners in scoring position, and he's got one in Ryan Sapiti. The 1-1 to Wilk. Telfer winds and delivers and catches the inside part of the zone with a heater at 90 for strike two. One and two to Jacob Wilk. Due up for the waves, Basir, Bradshaw, and Pemberton. The 7, 8, and 9 hitters hitting for the first time tonight. 3-2 Cougs. Cougs bouncing back well here at the bottom of the first. Telfer, breaking ball. Wilk launches that to left, and that will leave the yard. A two-run home run for Jacob Wilk. His first home run since April 6th. Jacob Wilk makes it 5-2. Two-run shot to deep left field. Home run number seven on the season for the Cougars' first baseman. And BYU bouncing back in a big way here at Miller Park. Two-run home run. Jacob Wilk and the Cougs poured on here in the bottom of the first. Sapiti scores ahead of Wilk. 5-2 is our score. lined into left by Dawson Hall and a two out single for Hall puts him aboard for Parker Goff the ninth hitter in the first inning Dawson Hall with hits now in his last three games and it's one aboard for the Cougar catcher Goff that's hit number four here in the first inning BYU five runs on four hits the hits are a Deming RBI double a Sapiti RBI single a Wilk two-run home run. And now a Dawson Hall single with two out and the base is empty for Parker Goff. And a runner on with two gone. 
Breaking ball stays up top. Ball one. And already activity in the Pepperdine bullpen. Shane Telfer struggling to get out of the first. A five-run first so far for BYU. 5-2 Cougs. Taking off is Dawson Hall. And will steal second on no throw. The ball low. 2-0 to Parker Goff. And in scoring position now is Dawson Hall. Two errors in this first inning. Two and one the count to Parker Goff. I have just the one error on the play to the third baseman. The Sapiti single to third base was called a base hit. And the advance on the play, uh, there may have been actually two errors on that, depending how they score that. One on the fielding and one on the throw. We'll see. We'll talk about it after the first. 5-2 Cougs. Meantime, 2-1 the count. And the ball is fouled deep down the right field line. 2-2. So Parker Goff the batter. Dawson Hall on second. The 3-2. Now 2-2, 3-2 to Parker Goff. And that's hit well to the power alley and right. That will get down before the warning track. Bounce off the wall. will score Dawson Hall. It's another double. Going for three is Parker Goff. And sliding in ahead of the throw. Parker Goff with a three-bagger. His second triple of the season. And the Cougs make it 6-2 here in the bottom of the first. An RBI triple. For Parker Goff and the Cougs have batted around here in the first inning. Dawson Hall scoring from second. 6-2 BYU in a mound visit from Cameron Rowland, the pitching coach. Shane Telfer not yet out of the first. Six across and two gone. BYU six runs on five hits here in the bottom of the first inning. The latest RBI and RBI triple from Parker Goff. The RBI's coming in on a Deming double, a Sapiti single, a Vest sack fly, a Wilk two-run home run, and a Goff triple. 6-2 BYU. Pepperdine's best inning offensively has been the first inning. They've scored 49 in the first inning this year with two tonight. BYU has put up six in the bottom of this first inning. 6-2 6-2 BYU still two out. And hitting for the second time in the inning, Ozzie Pratt with a runner on third. And he'll lift that in the air to left field. Left fielder Charles Messino ranging over to the line, making the catch and ending the inning. BYU in the inning, six runs on five hits. There were two errors and one left on. We go to the top of the second. 6-2 BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougars have to win to keep hopes alive to get to Las Vegas next week. BYU allows two in the top of the first and scores six in the bottom of the inning. 6-2 BYU top two, Jack Basir. Third baseman, bats now for the Waves in the top of the second. BYU baseball brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. Cougars and Waves, game one of three. We'll do it again tomorrow night, 6 o'clock Mountain Time. And then the finale, senior day, Saturday, 1 o'clock. Mason Olsen sees the first pitch delivered to Basir, lined in the left field. Basir, a leadoff single here in the second and hit number five. So both teams have five hits, but the Cougs have six runs on their five hits. The Waves generating two and only two so far. Jack Basir, leadoff single. Grant Shane, a leadoff double in the first. So first two innings, see the lead runner get aboard. BYU got the lead runner aboard in the first on an E6, and that started a productive six-inning first for BYU. Breaking ball in it. 78, strike one on Connor Bradshaw, the center fielder. Bradshaw, left-handed bat against the left-handed throwing. Mason Olsen, who winds and deals. 
And that breaking ball is fouled back to the screen. So Mason ahead 0-2. And, and Mason, I think, has been ahead 0-2, 0-2 on three or four of his first eight batters faced. The 0-2, no one out, one on, the one on Basir at first. Cougs operating with a 6-2 lead now. Beautiful pitch. Breaker drops in and trudging back to the dugout. Almost before the strike call is Connor Bradshaw. So a backward K and strikeout number two for BYU strikeouts leader on the year, Mason Olsen. First strikeout swinging, second strikeout looking. Number nine hitter Luke Pemberton now bats with one on. The right fielder, right-handed batting Luke Pemberton. Coming off an 0-for-7 series against LMU. Grounds that to short. Pratt will handle to second for one. Little off balance. Throw to first. And a double play. A 6-4-3 DP. Well turned by Luke Anderson. The throw for the pivot wasn't great, but he handled well and gunned over to Wilk to get the Kooks out of the second inning. So for Pepperdine, no runs on a hit, no errors, no one left on. We go bottom two, 6-2 BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom two, 6-2 BYU. Luke Anderson lined out to first base in the first inning. He bats now in the second with his team leading by 4 one Goes to one and one. Curveball missing low from Shane Telfer. Difficult first inning for Telfer. Six runs allowed on five hits. Breaking ball finds the lower part of the frame this time. And one ball, two strikes to Luke Anderson. Luke looking to extend his five-game streak of reaching base. 0 for 1 tonight. Grounds that to third. Well handled by the third baseman. Peck, who gets a Basir, comes up gunning to Ariana for out number one. Solid stab. Backhand at third base, and Luke Anderson's 0 for 2. So Austin Deming, RBI double in the first. His 22nd double, his 58th RBI. And his 63rd hit of the year. All those numbers lead BYU. That's high and stabbed by the catcher Landis for ball one. Fastball missing well up top at 90 miles per hour. Telford kicks and fires and Deming sky high to center field. Center fielder back and on the track and makes the catch on the warning track. Bradshaw hauls in out number two. So Deming flies out to deep center field. Cole Gamble walked and scored in the first. He bats now in the second. And with that walk in the first inning, Cole Gamble extending to five games, his reaching base streak. And BYU's runs leader came around to score his 55th run of the year. He scored the Cougars' third run in a six-run first. Strike one. Fastball in the heart. 0-1 to Cole Gamble. Cole Gamble playing his last games as a BYU Cougar here at Miller Park. Austin Deming, Cole Gamble, Ryan Sapiti, Jacob Wilk. All here in their final regular season home weekend. The 2-1. One hopper, backhanded at second by Johnson. Over to first, and that'll do it. BYU... Goes down. One, two, three in the second inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. We go top three, six, two, BYU on the new skit, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Top three, six, two, BYU. Grant Shane leads off the inning. The leadoff hitter in the batting order takes strike one. Off speed from Mason Olson. Mason three-pitch mix, fastball slider change. Fastball grounded to second. Luke Anderson charges, handles, guns, and one gone on a 4-3. So, Shane retired. He is now one for two. Had a double and scored in the first. Grounds out to second here in the third. One gone. Pepperdine's already grounded into two double plays to end the first and end the second. And the first it was 4-6-3. To end the second it was 6-4-3. Our score is 6-2. BYU. Fastball low to Ryan Johnson for ball one. Johnson... RBI leader on this team had an RBI double in the first. A two-run first for the Waves. Cooks answer with six in the bottom of the inning. 
Breaking ball settles in for strike one. One and one the count to the second baseman Johnson. The heavy hitting second baseman. 17 dingers on the year. One one. One gone. No one on. Change up. And well ahead of it is Johnson for a strike. A swinging strike. Strike two. BYU Baseball brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try their tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. A swinging strikeout. Third strike not caught. Thrown over to first to make it official. And two gone. Bam Bam's located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Two gone here in the top of the third. First two down for the Waves. Johnson now one for two on the day. And Mason Olsen's third strikeout of the night. One strikeout in the first. One strikeout in the second, and one strikeout in the third. Two gone for John Peck. And Peck will take a breaker for strike one. Five-game hit streak and 30-game streak of reaching base, but he's yet to reach in one at-bat and plate appearance so far. He'll nub that foul in front of the home plate for strike two. 0-2 to John Peck. Six home runs on the year for Peck, the shortstop. Again, hits in each of his last five games coming into tonight. The 0-2. That's chase pitch, and letting it fly well outside is John Peck for ball one. One and two. Mason, full kick and delivery. That's in tight, and they appeal at first base, and he held back for ball two. So Barrel came off the shoulder but didn't come past the front hip. Two balls, two strikes. To the shortstop, number three in the batting order and number three in this inning. The third inning, BYU six and Pepperdine two. Mason kicks and deals. Grounded to third but fouled down the third baseline. Handled there by the third base coach, Danny Wirth. Danny Wirth at third. Cole Brewer at first. And making visits and pitching changes is Cameron Rowland for head coach Rick Hertensteiner. The 2-2. It's lined to the screen above the Pepperdine dugout. Pepperdine dugout to my right. BYU to my left. BYU dugout down the third baseline. Pepperdine down the first. As the shadows lengthen here at Miller Park on a pleasant Thursday evening. Beautiful weekend for a three-game home set. That's lifted in the air to right center field. And a catch made. Oh, he dropped it. Ryan Sapiti came across, made the catch. It popped out of his leather, rolls to the warning track, and slide coming around third, trying for the inside the park home run, and he slides in safe as the ball sails ahead the, over the head of the catcher, Parker Goff. And so maybe a triple with a throwing error. How they determine that? Tough to see. I'm not sure. Because Ryan Sapiti had the ball in his glove and then dropped it, so... It may be an initial error on Sapiti and then a throwing error on the relay. We'll see how they judge that. Either way, a run scores in unconventional fashion as John Peck makes it 6-3. to three. It was a fly ball to right center. Ryan Sapiti came all the way across, made the catch, but it popped out of his glove and then rolled a good 30 or 40 yards. Once he tracked it down, Peck was coming to third and decided to come home as the relay home was well over the head of the catcher, Parker Goff, and Sliding ahead of it was Peck for run number three. So this is a scorekeeper's adventure. We'll see how they determine it, but the score is 6-3 with Lincoln Ariana batting. And so Peck extends to 31 games if it's judged a hit, and it won't be. It's an error to start things off. So his streak won't extend, but he scores a run and makes it 6-3. So two errors on the play. A fielding error by Sapiti who dropped the ball. It was in his glove. And then Ozzie Pratt gets a throwing error on the relay home. So two errors on the play. And 6-3 is our score. Is back in the count. A 3-0 count to Lincoln Ariana. Ariana then grounds it to second base. Sanderson playing deep in the hole of second. Guns over to Jacob Wilkham. That'll do it. But Pepperdine scores a run without a hit. There were two errors. And no one left on. We go bottom three, 6-3. BYU leads it on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, bottom three. And Ryan Sapiti takes strike one. Sapiti was involved in an interesting play. Top of the third. We'll recap that in a moment. The 0-1 to Ryan goes to 0-2. Off speed up and in on Ryan for 
a called strike. No balls, two strikes to Sapiti. Telfer delivers high for ball one. Sapiti had a ball pop out of his glove in right field. And then after the ball rolled and a relay was thrown over the head of the catcher, he'd come all the way around, ran around to score without a hit. John Peck, that is, on the drop by Sapiti. But just one error on the play. Initially, we had it at two errors, an error on the drop catch and then an error on the relay. But just one error being given. It was on the initial ball that came out of the glove of Sapiti in right field. So the 2-2 to Ryan. Swing and a miss. And strikeout number one on the night for Shane Telfer. As Sapiti leads off the third with a forward K. And one gone for Cooper Vest, left-handed bat of Cooper Vest. BYU 6 and Pepperdine 3. The Wave scored 2 in the first, 1 in the third. BYU 6 in the first. And bats now in the third. So BYU will lead after three innings in this year. BYU is 16 and 6 when they lead after three innings. And the Waves, meantime, don't come back very frequently. 2-13 and 13 is Pepperdine's record when trailing after three innings, and they will trail after three tonight. One ball, no strikes, meantime. Two Cooper Vest batting 343 on the year. Seven-game hit streak coming in two tonight. Is officially 0 for 0 with a sack fly RBI in the first inning. Two balls, no strikes to Coop. So left-hander on the hill, and left-hander in the box. Cougs up by 3-6-3. Both teams five hits. Sharply hit, and a base hit into right center on the ground. Cooper Vest extends to eight games his hit streak. And is now one for one with a one-out single. Jacob Wilk, two-run blast, and he was due for a dinger. It had been a month and a half. Since Wilk had gone yard. But a two-run home run scoring Ryan Sapiti in that six-run first for Jacob. Jacob batting 269. Up to 310 with runners on. Holds his swing. And on the appeal, they say he goes at first base. So 0-1 to Wilk. One off. One out, one on. Cooper fast on first base. Coop's last five games, he has ten hits. It's a really good offensive team, BYU. The offensive numbers alone by themselves have the profile of a, of a WCC tournament team for sure, but the fielding and pitching numbers have been lacking this year for BYU. And so the Cougars are currently on the outside looking in of the WCC tournament. They need three wins this weekend and three Santa Clara losses. Any BYU loss or any Santa Clara win, and BYU is out of Las Vegas. 1-1 to Wilk. Vest on first. Telfer kicks and deals. A healthy hack and a swing through strike two by Jacob Wilk. As mentioned, it had been a while for Jacob before that home run. In the first inning, part of a six-run first for BYU. One and two to Wilk. Check over it first. Since Jacob's last home run, it came on April 6th against USF. Jacob had gone 20 games without a home run. He ended his 20-game drought tonight. The 1-2 to BYU's first baseman. That's down and in. In the dirt. Gets away from the catcher and taking second on the play is Cooper Vest. So a runner in scoring position now for Jacob. Cooper Vest to second on the wild pitch or passed ball. Or they call it a simple steal. They say steal on a low ball. So stolen base for Cooper Vest. Officially. Ball did skitter away from the catcher, but Coop takes second. And a punch out for out number two. Caught looking is Jacob Wilk. On a fastball away, and it's a liberal strike call, but gets him for strike three and out number two, and it's two strikeouts here in the third inning for Shane Telfer. Telfer settling in after a difficult first inning in which he gave up six runs on five hits. So two strikeouts here in the third, his first two of the night. Left-handed hitting Dawson Hall with hits in three consecutive games. Now bats, he singled and scored in the first. He scored on a Parker Goff triple. 
Ball one low. Curveball missing in the dirt, and it's one ball, no strikes to Dawson Hall. Dawson in limited at-bats, hitting now 538 on the year. Dawson is 7 for 13 on the season. The 1-0, and that striped foul down the first baseline. One ball, one strike to the Cougar DH, Dawson Hall. Younger brother of Cougar, former Cougar quarterback and baseball player, Jaron Hall. Now of the Minnesota Vikings. Dawson playing in his sixth consecutive game. Of his 13 games, six have come very late in this year. And a swing and a miss at the off speed. Strike two to Hall. Parker Goff is on deck, but he's on deck with the shin guards on and ready to take his place behind the plate. Should Dawson not get aboard? Dawson White Shoes Hall. And the one-two count with two out. And one on. The one on is Cooper Vest at second. Shane Telford glances back there. Now comes Plateward and misses low and away. Fastball beneath the frame. Two balls, two strikes. BYU with its 20th home game of the season tonight. BYU averaging 1,426 fans per home contest through 19 gate dates. Good crowd tonight. Game one of three. BYU and Pepperdine. Season enders for both. The 2-2. That's in the dirt. Away. Count goes full with two gone and one on. BYU six and Pepperdine three. Bottom three. BYU will take a lead to the fourth. And as mentioned earlier, the Cougs have an impressive 16-6 and six record when leading. Heading into the fourth. Telfer. 6'1", 185-pound senior. Walks Dawson Hall. So, Parker Goff will unbuckle the guards and stride into the batter's box two on for Goff who had a triple, a run scoring triple in the first inning talk about being due for a dinger Jacob Wilk ended a 20 game drought Parker Goff had a home run in his first at bat as a BYU Cougar back on March 21st, that's his only home run of the year Two out, two on. And strike one. Breaking ball. Upper outside corner for strike one. Parker Goff coming in two tonight. Second in on-base percentage and fourth in batting average. And ups both those numbers with an RBI triple in the first. A swing and a miss there to go to 0-2. As he chased a fastball away. Parker Goff's hit streak is now five games and counting. So Goff's hit streak goes to five. Vest's hit streak goes to eight in this game tonight. No balls, two strikes, two out, two on. Bottom three, six, three Cougs. The, pay, the pitch from Telfer, and that's opposite field fouled out of play down the first baseline. Count remains 0-2. Ozzie Pratt is on deck. Ozzie is 0-2 for 2 tonight with a run scored. He reached on an E6 to open the game. It was a two-error Six run first for BYU. Two defensive errors by the Waves. No balls, two strikes. Telfer comes plateward and a swing and a miss. Third strike not caught. Chasing and then throwing to first is the catcher Landis, and that'll do it for BYU in the third inning. For the Cougars, no runs on a hit. There were no errors, and two were left on. We go to the top of the fourth. BYU 6 and Pepperdine 3 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.